How do I break the chain and not raise addicts myself? Welcome to the Real Talk Recovery Podcast with the Therapy Brothers. We're brothers, we're therapists, and we know recovery. Bring your stories, your questions, your successes with Real Recovery. Welcome back to Real Talk Recovery. You got another episode here of Brandon going solo. So um, Tyler's gone. He's having a good time, enjoying his summer, spending time with his kids and his wife and living the dream. That man just lives the dream. So good for him. He's always up in nature and, you know, his other alternate name, he calls himself the wandering therapist. So I don't know where he's wandering, wandered off to today. So I just hope he's having a good time, whatever he's doing. So, um, so speaking of Tyler, um, our retreat, the rising sun conference is coming up the last weekend of September in bear Lake and it's going to be awesome. So I hope by the time that you hear this episode, that there's still some spots available because it will sell out. So, um, go to risingsunson.com and you can find the link there to sign up. Um, it's, in my opinion, better than therapy. So um, the money that you spend on that will um, just accelerate your healing and create shifts that you never thought that you could have. So um, go check it out and come join us at the Rising Sun Conference. All right, Jesslyn, welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, if you could just give a little bit of background as to what's going on and then ask any questions that you have. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Um, mm-hmm. So I was listening to your episode that dropped today on my walk, thinking I am so grateful for like the trauma that I experienced more, not the trauma, but the, re- the therapy after. And so I feel like Um, I got a little bit of a different life than a lot of my siblings because I was thrown hardcore into therapy um, as a teenager going through um, trauma work and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really grateful for that part. Um, And now as a parent, I have two two two-year-olds. They're 19 days apart. One's adopted and one's biological. Holy cow. Your life life changed dramatically. A little drastically. We found out about her a week before she was born and I was 30 three weeks pregnant, 34 weeks pregnant. Oh my goodness. It was a little crazy. And for the first two weeks of her life, I was still pregnant and she was going through withdrawal of all the things. They called her the Chakarama baby because mom took something from everything at the buffet. So, I mean, everything from opiates to, I think withdrawing from caffeine is awful. And she had that too, but alcohol, opiates, weed, coke, heroin, all the things. And we expected to have like a lot of um, issues with her. We just mm-hmm. planned. For, she, she's amazing. She's crazy, crazy. Um, like academically, she's way advanced, like physically, everything's amazing. But they did kind of say, you know, like you're raising an addict already. She's already gone through that in in different ways, I think. But so now I'm raising these two two-year-olds and I'm coming into a family. We have nine kids in my family and what number all are you? Eight out of nine. 
Okay. So That's my oldest, yeah, it's big. And my oldest siblings are about 15 to 20 years older than me, all wow. from same mom and dad and everything just slowly spreading out. Um, we're all pretty religious. Um, I think we'd all consider ourselves all active um, members of the same. And how we live that is very different. Okay. And so what I'm struggling with um, is one, not raising children badly, I guess. I mean, uh -huh. first time mom, right? But also yes. just when we get in these situations of navigating the should fest that happen at family mm -hmm. things and the shame and the things that are said, like I'm considered kind of the heathen in our family. Um, I've got extra piercings. I've got tattoos. Oh my I gosh. may Wait. swear like a sailor, oh but my <laughs> I know I'm going straight to hell. Yeah, and my mom always, yeah, my mom always <laughs> just says, save me a seat so we can be there together. My mom's really pretty great about it, but, um, <laughs> but we all consider ourselves very religious. I think in the way of, I mean, if you were to categorize it, but the shame and the should fest are kind of killing me and my kids are only two. And so I don't think they get a lot of it, but they are going to. And I mean, their grandkids like 27 and 28. And okay. then there's like 34 of them now or whatever. But also just thinking like, how do I navigate that without also creating shame on those parents? Right. Like, I don't want to continue that. How do I navigate that? And how do I also things that they say about like, like my little girls and um, bio parents are homeless, live in a meth house, like all the things and the things that people like that. I don't want her to take on herself as shame as well. So how do I stop this cycle and break all these bad habits? And I can't do it all, but I want to try. Oh, wow. Um Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you're listening here, this is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert feed, and we sure appreciate you following us and listening here. We want to let you know that we have moved to Real Talk Recovery. If you'd like to complete the episode, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, any place where there's podcasts, Real Talk Recovery, or you can go to realtalkrecovery.com. Thanks again for all of your support.